we all have days where we just feel like shit. Maybe you're a little sick or under the weather or you're straight bummed out or in a bad headspace or just low on energy. How do you handle it? I think there are so many ways to handle times when you feel crappy and turn it into a win. In this episode, I'm sharing lots of ideas of how to turn a wasted day into a winning day. So many options. Lean into whatever feels best to you. Some days we wake up with 100% energy and effort and happy headspace, and other days we have like 1% for whatever reason. Rather than labeling those days as bad days and going down a spiral and making it worse, let's be strategic about it and figure out what's my best approach here. What's the best way to handle this? Because we know the only way to the other side is to get through it. Listen to this today, and then again when you're having one of those days, together we will turn it around. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. How to be awesome at winning days when you feel like shit. Even though this probably sounds like a negative-ish podcast episode topic, it is so positive, I promise you. I am a very big fan of making a plan ahead of time for situations that we will be in. It's just inevitable, right? Some days you wake up feeling like your best. You got a great night's sleep. You're super happy. You're fulfilled. You feel balanced. All the things are aligned and you feel like you're the 110% version of yourself. Then other days you wake up and you feel like you can barely function for whatever reason. Physically, you don't have the energy or you're under the weather or you're really bummed out about something. So whether it's mental or whether it's physical, or or sometimes you don't wake up that way. Sometimes things happen throughout the day and it shifts, right? Our energy, our headspace, everything that is thrown at us is different every single day. And it's taken me a long time to realize that it's important not to label things. First of all, not to say, this is a bad day because you find what you're looking for. If you've labeled it a bad day, then you're not going to see the good that happens the rest of the day. You're going to look for the bad because you've labeled it like that. Also, embracing that there has to be rain to be, you know, sunshine, not in a cheesy way, but realistically, right? There's going to be sadness and there's going to be joy. So rather than fixating on it, let's have a plan. So in this podcast episode, I'm giving you lots of ideas in a very fun way, lots of ideas of how to handle days that you feel like shit. And when you go to bed that night, you're like, this was a win, or this was as much of a win as it could be. Now, I always want to preface kind of when I do topics like this, that I'm not talking about, you know, dealing with deep depression or loss or, you know, things that are, things that are really heavy in life, like the the saddest things. I'm talking about more like the normal thing, the, the everyday things that we go through when we don't feel well, when we don't have energy, when we're in a bad headspace, when we kind of feel sick, um, all those type of things. So just wanted to kind of put it out there that this is more on 
on the daily. How do we handle it? And how do we, how do we handle it in the best way possible? First, we're not going to label it as a bad day. And we're also going to give ourselves grace and say, okay, today I'm at like a 10% level. I'm 10% of my normal version. So my best is different every day. So I'm just going to do the best I can at my 10% that I've got, right? And then other days when you wake up at 110%, like the sky's the limit. And I always, it makes me feel better to realize, listen, I'm barely going to get through the things I need to get through today. But then tomorrow or the next day, I'll be at that 110%. And I'll, then I'll, I'll make up for today anyway, right? So I'm going to do this in three ways. First, I'm going to talk about my tips on how to handle days when you don't feel great and make it be a win. Then I'm going to do, do it in the style of two of my favorite people of, of, I guess you would say inspirational people, David Goggins and completely the opposite, Brene Brown. So we're going to do it my way, the David Goggins way and the Brene Brown way to give you three different perspectives and lots of ideas. Because I'm telling you, when things like this happen and all of a sudden you're like in this landslide of a bad, quote unquote, bad day that we're not going to call a bad day, if you are prepared and you're like, oh, I'm not just going to let this day take me away. I have a plan or I have I have different strategies that I can lean into so this day turns out the best it can be, right? So here are my tips. First, don't overthink it. Sometimes when you're in that, when you're in a headspace that's just not great, I really think that you can make it worse when you're overwhelmed or if you have anxiety around it or you're still emotional about it, whether it's a conflict at work or with friends or something you're, you're upset about. Sometimes I think you just need to table it and don't try to solve all of your problems in one day or in that day, right? So call it a day on the thing that you're upset about if you feel like you're super emotional. Don't overthink it and let's just say, we're just going to we're just going to we're just going to like sit on this for a day because i think a lot of times you can make something that is upsetting a hundred times worse when you're emotional about it and tired and it's just you just need time right so sometimes i think let's call it a day on the topic at hand don't overthink it let's just give ourselves a day to reset and revisit whatever it is the headache the problem the conflict tomorrow next sometimes i think it is very strategic to hibernate, to dis- d- arrange your day, cancel things if you need to, and just be alone. Now, som- sometimes this can make you worse if you're like alone and sad. <laughs> That's not what we want. But like sometimes you just need to like not talk to people. You know those days when like everybody's irritating even your favorite people in the world because it's a you thing, not necessarily a them thing. And I think there is so much value into knowing when to just hibernate. When to decide that you're just going to go to your own corner, you're going to be mellow for the rest of the day, and maybe you just are like, do the calm things. A lot of times if I still want to be productive, I'll just do the work that I can lean into and do by myself that doesn't involve interacting with other people, whatever feels whatever feels right. If you have a long to-do list and you don't want to, again, we want to feel like it was a winning day, so whatever that is for you. Maybe that's going on like a long walk or a long jog or getting a foot massage or um, getting like your favorite salad and eating it outside. I'm just giving examples like whatever that means to you. 
But I do think that sometimes just like hibernating and not being around people for the rest of the day or like limited interactions or even for just a couple hours can be so powerful to just like recenter. And if it's something that's like irritating, just like not being irritated, not having to deal with other people, I think hibernation can be a very, very good tool. Next, do the best you can. Realize that this is just one day. We're going to work through it and I'm just going to do the best I can with what I have. It's like some days when you show up to work out. Like say most days you run three miles and then one day you get on the treadmill and you're basically like dying to get to the end of one mile. And you're like, what the hell? I can run three miles while talking. What is, and listen, some days it's just how it, how it works out, right? That's just the energy level we have, how our body shows up that day. And I think we just have to lean into it and not label everything, right? This is just the best that I have today. I really think that when you have days that you don't feel well, you end up feeling better if you're able to accomplish something. And it doesn't always have to be like productive. It could just be like your alone time, right? Maybe it's like stretching or yoga or meditation or watching your favorite show while having your favorite snack or cooking a delicious meal just for you. I think sometimes just doing things out of the ordinary. For me, I love running stairs. I have these stairs, but they're not that close to my house. I don't go very often because it's just too much of a time commitment. So sometimes when I'm having one of those just like off mental days, I'm like, I'm going to go run my favorite stairs. I'm going to think about all the things and work it out. I think that sometimes it's better to think through all the things and have your alone time. And other times, like I said, call it a day if you're emotional about it. Don't overthink it. Okay, let's get into the David Goggins style and the Brene Brown style because I think even though I picture them as almost like total opposite perspectives in life in a way, um, I think they both are so valuable and two of my favorite people to read their books and listen to their content because I think it just – it gives you a really well-rounded balance and perspective and and lots of different thoughts. So let's do Brene Brown first. So – I'm sure you've heard of Brene Brown. She is what she calls an expert on shame and resilience, and she studies vulnerability. And so her approach to making it through a shitty day is about self-compassion and empathy and connecting with others. So through all the reading I've done, this is what I would think Brene's Brown tips would be her approach to winning days when you feel like shit. First, Practice self-compassion, right? Talk to yourself like you would talk to a good friend. Give yourself compassion. Don't do this thing where you talk to yourself really harshly like you would never talk to your best friend that way. Next, have empathy. If it's about somebody else, if it's a conflict, like I said, a conflict within family or friends or coworkers, try to put yourself in other people's shoes. If that's mainly what's bumming you out, maybe leaning into empathy can help take the fire out of it, help you take a deep breath, and kind of recenter. Next, get support from people who love you. Getting support can be a really good way. Like, don't, another option, one thing I said was hibernate. Another thing, if you don't want to be alone, is just be around people who love you and people who are supportive and positive and kind. Um, That is a great environment for pulling yourself out of the funk, whether it's something that you're really bummed about, like a breakup, 
or something that's just more like you got irritated at work and you're just on fire and now you're just being really sassy and you're just in a mood, whatever it is, I think that there's a lot of value from leaning into the people who love you and support you and have all the energy that will bring you out of it. The next, practice gratitude. So even though that may seem like the thing that's the most not natural when you're having a bad day to have the energy for gratitude, but I think that it is one of the best ways to have perspective, right? There are always things to be grateful for, and that's one of the things I love that Brene Brown always talks about is practicing gratitude as a way of shifting our mindset and focusing on the positive. So taking time to reflect on what you're grateful for, even on the worst days, right? I mean, I'll I'll be, you know, kind of letting myself spiral for a second, and I'm like, are you kidding me? I didn't wake up. Nobody in my family woke up with a diagnosis of cancer today. It's a great fucking day. Get your ass out there and like get moving. Well, that I guess that's not really the Brene Brown way. That's more of the David Goggins way, but um, you get the point. Last one for Brene Brown. Finding meaning in the struggle. And I think that this is the most impactful message that she has, at least a message that's translated with me the most. And she talks about the most difficult times in our lives can be the source of our greatest growth and transformation. So when you're having a bad day, trying to find meaning in the struggle and search for the lesson, like what can we learn? Where's the opportunity for growth here? And focus on how it can make you stronger and more resilient, more grateful, more compassionate by finding meaning in the struggle, which even though is the opposite, her approach is is very gentle, the opposite of David Goggins' approach, um, it's interesting how I think their, their messages aren't that different. So one of the biggest messages that David Goggins shares is embrace discomfort. When you're having a bad day, it's easy to want to escape or go numb yourself or avoid the pain. David Goggins' style is to lean into discomfort and push through. He has a famous story when he was running a 100-mile race and, um, gosh, I forget what was injured. Like he had fractured an ankle or something. He had he had his toenails that were had fallen off because he had run so far and they were like loose in his shoe, just like the craziest things of embracing pain and going through it. He talks about maybe it's a hard workout or a tough challenge at work that you push through, or maybe if it's a conflict, facing a tough conversation, but just like head on, like just just embracing the discomfort, embracing the pain and confronting the person or taking on the conflict as a way to get through it. His message of Embracing discomfort and embracing the suck, as he calls it, is I think about it every single day. He talks about how tough times make you stronger and more resilient in life, and I believe this so much. In fact, I I am working on how do I show my kids all the love and support that I want to, but also not make their lives too easy to where they don't experience struggle and pain. I want them to experience struggle because that's how you become tough and resilient and confident in yourself that you can get through it, right? That's a whole nother parenting conversation. Ping me, please, if you figured out or if you've read something or if you have some great insight into how do we show our kids 
this unconditional love and support and feeling of worthiness just by being you, not because you do anything to deserve being worthy, right? All that. But also, don't make their life so comfortable and so easy and have all the problems handled to where they aren't, they don't know how to deal with tough times or uncomfortable situations or or pain. I think that it's really important to have that skill. I think that I talk all the time about getting uncomfortable, cold showers, doing sauna, hard workouts, pushing yourself physically, running further than you thought you can, because I think all those things make us physically tougher, which make us mentally tougher, which makes us just more resilient and tougher, right? We want to condition ourselves to where something small that happens in the world doesn't crush us or crumble us because the world can be harsh. People can be harsh. Unexpected things can happen. We want to show up every day as tough as we can. So I think sometimes in these days when we just feel like shit and we just feel like crawling back in bed and being like, I'm tapping out. I am done. Like, forget this. Sometimes by leaning into actually, hey, this is a challenge. This is a challenge for myself. This is not ideal circumstances. I don't feel well, but I'm going to embrace discomfort. I'm going to embrace the suck and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get out there and I'm still going to push because when you lay your head down back on that pillow at night, you just feel so good knowing that you you were a warrior, right? Like you didn't quit. You You put your big girl pants on or your big boy pants on and you pushed through it and it just makes you so much more resilient and confident and able to deal with hard things later on. David Goggins also talks about using using positive self-talk to reframe your mind and just reset your reset yourselves, right? To overcome negative thoughts and emotions, reframe your mindset, focus on your positive thoughts and the different and and the mindset and the words that you say in your head to stay motivated and stay focused. David Goggins also talks about just taking small steps. Set small goals so that it's achievable, right? So when you're struggling through a bad date, focus on setting small goals that will help you move forward and make progress, especially when you're having one of these days, overwhelming days, not feeling good days. The last thing you want to do is try to try to like shoot for the moon and solve all your problems. You'll just be overwhelmed most likely. I love this advice of small goals, small steps, small action items. So that way, at the end of the day, you're like, yes, did I do did I knock it out of the park today? No, but I made small steps. I made small steps towards fill in the blank. Whatever your current goals are, whatever you're working on, whether it's professionally or personally or with your relationships or with yourself, your most important relationship in life, I think that setting small goals for the day can make it just seem like very manageable and very bite-sized and not so overwhelming. I think that we're all going to have days when we don't feel great. Whether you wake up not feeling great or the day turns and you end up not feeling great or the day is going sideways, I think by having this tool, having these tools and having these ideas in your mind are so valuable because you will be intentional about how you handle it, right? Like ask yourself, what do I need? Do I just need to hibernate for a few hours and just be alone and reset? Do I need to call it a day on this and not overthink it and just table it till tomorrow? Do I need to do the David Goggins way and embrace the suck and get out there and do something hard 
get physical, change my, change my mindset, reframe my mind, use positive self-talk? Do I need to do the more Brene Brown approach with self-compassion and empathy for others and practicing gratitude and getting support from people who love you and finding meaning in the struggle? I think that so often these bad days can lead to clarity in some way, growth or learning One last thing I want to mention that I think can be a great tool on these days is to journal it because there's something so powerful in getting it out, but a lot of times you don't want to talk to someone else about it. Another thing that I think is really great for people is therapy. Like I just think that therapy, especially in the world we're living in with social media and just so many things um, distracting us and wanting our attention, I think therapy can be a great resource. But That's not always possible like when you're not expecting to wake up feeling like shit to get into a therapist if you have one. Um, But I think it's a good idea to find one so you have one in your back pocket when you get into one of these moods. Um, But back to the journaling. I think that journaling can be so great because it's like you get it out, but you're not telling someone else, right? It doesn't take it to the next level. It's just like I just need to express how I feel and then I'll be able to move on a little bit better. I think that journaling can be a great way to get it out, clear your mind, and reset. I really hope this episode gave you lots of ideas and was super, super valuable. So the next time you catch yourself being like, oh my God, I just want to crawl back into bed. Like I'm not doing today. I'm just not doing it. I hope this podcast episode gave you lots of ideas. So when you have one of those moments when you are like, oh my gosh, I just want to crawl into bed, pull the covers over my entire head and call it a day. I hope you will think back on this podcast or re-listen to it and get some other ideas so that you can face the day in the best way possible and turn a day where you feel like shit into a day where you won the day in your own way. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.